the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Why can't conservatives and liberals just get along? They can. Nobody but nobody gets near COVID boy. I'm Brian Whitman. Welcome to The Morning Answer with Still Brian true. Whitman and Jennifer Horn. <laughs> person Me? People like to get near COVID. Well, I'm COVID free. You're the one that's still like, where's your mask? Like in bed at night. <laughs> I wear my mask because of, I don't know. See the news over the weekend, the surging cases. Have you been yeah. hearing all that? I wear my mask sometimes. In I the hear apartment. it too, even wearing my mask. It's weird how those things no, are. You know what out. happens? You know what happens? What's up? Uh, I put, what's up Whitman? I what's put up? the mask on and I, I take it off because I know that it's like a security blanket for a 48 year old guy. So I take it off. I can't do that. A 48 year old liberal man. No, a 48-year-old man who's concerned about the health of others and before my own even. Look, I have a question for you, and then, and then we'll get to uh, – Some big news, big election news. Right, we got some big news. So Whitman, put the chap-chap on it. All I want to say is this. Chap-chap. We had COVID, but it's been months and months and months. Are we still imu- immune? No. Do we have antibodies still? I'm sure we do. Yeah, people say – I don't know. I don't know. It's very I rare. Like There's I, only I, been like two people who have actually gotten it twice. I maybe act like five, I can still – I, like I behave like I can still get it. That's good. Yeah. Look, hey, safety first. Mind control. Just let those people right. in Sacramento control your mind. Yeah, Sacramento. When, uh, I love how Trump is extracted from any of the frenzy early well, he's on. he's embracing when, freedom. He's not telling people that they need to hide in a hole. Well, he was the one who was standing right by all of them at the beginning and made the big national address. Go and ahead. he recovered. All right, a key Republican on Michigan's canvassing board could delay the certification of the state's election results. This happens today. Norman Schinkel is his name, and I know I am not Hi. making this up. Hi, I'm Norman Schinkel. <laughs> when I hear a name, I like uh, I like to put a uh, voice to it. Norman I'm Schinkel no- definitely fits that voice. And what does he do for a living? What is it? I don't know what he does for a living. Oh, is he a lawyer? But no, he's oh, he's, a, a he's a person in Michigan. Vote, but he's one of two Republicans on the four-member yeah. election board, and yeah. he's given the duty of validating the will of Michigan voters ahead of their electoral college vote, which we know happens on December fourteenth. I'm Norman Finkel. Shinkle. Simply Chinkle. Shinkle. Tinkle. Shinkle. Norman Tinkle. And I have a very, very important job. Shinkle's a hero right now, by the when way. When it comes to securing your freedom as an American <laughs> voter, I'm Norman Tinkle. Shinkle. 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 And um, here's Jennifer with more of my heroic work. So he's trying to figure out whether or not to block the certification at the board's me- board meeting, which is happening today. Oh, I'll need, I'll need because audio of that. Because the voting system glitches that President Trump and his allies have claimed are evidence for widespread voter fraud. Now, there are wow. thoughts that this is even impactful of uh, the Senate race. John James, remember, was ahead by a lot in the polls at the same time the president was. And then whammo, 135,000 Biden votes go dumping into the system. And Schinkel is calling foul on that. He told the New York Times that he's received phone calls, hundreds of them, 
emails and text messages from people for or against certifying the results. He said, you can't make up your mind before you get all the facts. Now, uh, GOP Representative Mitchell was on CNN yesterday and said that Schinkel indicated last week he would vote against certifying the election results until the investigation is completed. Now, whether or not that's going to make a difference is part of the battle because the Michigan Secretary of State, who's a Democrat, said it doesn't matter what Schinkel thinks. The shinkle tinkle doesn't matter, she says, because the vote has been done and, uh, right. and they want to certify. They're calling him Stinkle now. No, Shinkle's no. a hero, really. No, is. they're calling him. And by him the way, his, his wife is Mary, Mary Shinkle. Mary Shinkle. She claims to be among one of the witnesses where accounts okay. were cited in a Trump campaign lawsuit challenging the election results. She did an affidavit, sworn legal affidavit. Yeah. She alleged that while working as a poll challenger in Detroit, she saw election workers scanning too many ballots at once and envelopes containing mail ballots left unattended in unsealed containers. She also objected to being asked to step back from a table where election workers were duplicating damaged ballots. However, she said she could still observe the process. She also said election workers were rude and aggressive when they were challenged about their decisions. Former New Jersey governor, Republican Chris Christie, who on ABC uh, with George Stephanopoulos yesterday said, hey, you know what? I voted for President Trump two times. I've been a supporter. He did call uh, the efforts and the behavior of Trump's election lawyers a national embarrassment, adding it's time for the president to concede defeat. Yesterday, this made news, a federal judge dismissing the Trump campaign Pennsylvania lawsuit, dealing a death blow, according to CNN. Uh, so the Trump campaign's effort. Oh, over- hold, on, hold on. It must be over. If CNN says it, no, hold I'm do- on. I'm being funny on purpose. CNN issued the... <laughs> The judge, though, here's the here's I actually read the transcript and it was very interesting. The judge uh, overturned uh, throughout, dismissed uh, the Trump team's case, saying, and I quote the judge, Judge Matthew Bran of the U.S. District Court in the Middle District of Pennsylvania. He wrote on Saturday a withering decision. I quote, it is not the power of this court to violate the Constitution. Uh, The judge wholeheartedly rejected the Trump campaign's attempt to throw out the Pennsylvania vote, noting that Biden has won the state and results will be certified by state officials today, Monday. Biden has a margin of more than 81,000 votes in that state. So the president has been and and the the judge was uh, was many of these affidavits were false. You know, the, the judge didn't throw it out for no reason, as Chris Christie said, who. I think he is an attorney. I believe he is an attorney, mm-hmm. but, I, but I don't even know if it matters. He's been watching. He is an attorney. He's been watching very closely. He says the Trump team outside the courthouse, Jen, we mentioned this to the six o'clock club listeners. They argue fraud. They they claim fraud, but they go in the courtroom. They don't claim fraud. Uh, they do something altogether different. Well, I think and, it's and, because and, their their legal case is going to use different language than the case that they're making to the American people. That doesn't mean their that legal the claims are, are different. Their well, legal cases not in every the case. There is about 30 cases. There are about 30 cases right now in the court system. And uh, look, Chris Christie is fine, and that's great. I think he's a good debater, and I think he's that more he's than been fine. an ally. He's a loyal Trump supporter. Uh, that's fine. But he is not the person who is fighting for the country and fighting for the good of our democracy. That is what President Trump promised the American people, he and that's said, what he's doing. And by the way, if there's something there to investigate, we should be investigating it. But the evidence – I agree with you. And they needs to be, as Chris Christie said, and I said last week, and a lot of people are saying, but not everybody – the evidence needs to be presented, and it's not sufficiently – it's not being presented sufficiently or 
or expertly, or it's just not sufficient well, evidence. And it just it's seems to rejected. me that the media is not covering when it, when people are giving evidence. There are 250 sworn legal affidavits. That's evidence, no? They were I mean, solicited that's evidence. For, and the Trump campaign solicited. That there, is not ev- necessarily true, and I'll tell you evidence, why it wasn't. Hold on. Let me ask you. It's evidence unless they're proven false, as a judge on okay, Saturday in Pennsylvania have, said. You have a sworn affidavit from 250 people Doesn't that mean have submitted proof. it, and si- it's sitting in the hands. But that is evidence. Whether or not you think it's true or not, it is evidence. So for the media to say that there is no evidence, they are the ones that are lying and dishonest and part of this plot. And by the way, we know that these things came in. Some of them, I'm sure, solicited when Trump says, hey, if you have voter fraud, call us. But I spoke to Linda Payne from the Election Integrity Project a day after the election before all of this started, and she had already been getting hundreds of phone calls just from California, Nevada, and Arizona. If the Trump legal team, and they did, if they throw in, if they submit evidence and their affidavits, and they're proven false, uh, that is not a win or a good thing for the Trump campaign. It, it nets us a but huge But Pennsylvania loss. hasn't even seen, that Pennsylvania court case hasn't even seen those sworn affidavits yet. This Judge is still all coming. So there's still more. There's well, still more to unfold, out, and we will... We'll get there. It'll run out on December 14th when electors have to vote. All right. I know that you've been hearing about Midas Gold Group here on AM870 for a while now. They're right here in Thousand Oaks, and I am so happy to recommend their great services. In fact, I'd give you an affidavit on that one. Midas oh, you Gold would? Group, you yes, sworn? Yes, I know you would. They're Midas great Gold Group is the number one veteran-owned gold and precious metals dealer in the country. So if you're buying or selling gold, silver, or precious metals, go and meet these guys. Do it in person for fast, reliable, and professional service. Midas Gold is the best place to buy and sell your precious metals and did you know that they also offer gold ira service with the recent volatility in the stocks many investors are using a little known structure that allows you to use your existing ira or old 401k to own physical gold and do it tax-free call or go see my friends at midas gold group ask for a free copy of their ira guide call 805-601-6000 or go to midasgoldgroup.com 805-601-6000 tell them jennifer horn sent you 805-601-6000 As we continue, some big shutdowns coming for Thanksgiving. Just when will that vaccine be ready? The answer may surprise you as your Monday morning answer continues. The morning answer with Brian Whitman and Jennifer Horn. Jen is the conservative crusader. Brian is our lovable liberal. Welcome to the answer. Thanks for joining us on your Monday morning answer. Brian Whitman, Jennifer Horn. And California Governor Gavin Newsom in quarantine today. His kids coming into contact with a CHP officer was providing security to them, Brian. And apparently that person tested positive. So the governor conveniently quarantining after a pretty tough couple of weeks. Oh, don't you say that now. We don't say that about people who are uh, positive. He's not positive. He's not positive. The CHP officer was positive, And that's I don't what wish quarant- him ill will. That's what you know, what you say. You, you, you call convenient. I don't yeah, think he hates. Yeah. Look, yeah. I just you don't think he hates the idea of staying away from people for two weeks after all this mess. Governor Newsom, again, his family all testing negative for COVID-19. Jennifer is right, as was reported. And uh, the CHP officer who NCHP, as we mentioned earlier and Jen mentioned also, uh, excuse me, does provide security for the Newsom family. The entire family's got four children with his wife, Jennifer, and they're all under quarantine. Now, Mm -hmm. this is while the uh, the county here in Los Angeles and the state of California and the nation as a whole is dealing with a surge in coronavirus cases. Hospitals getting close to the brink across the nation. And we learned yesterday on Sunday that uh, there was uh, and there is it starts on Wednesday. 
The curfew went into effect over the weekend in L.A. County and many others. L.A. County Sheriff's Department saying that also in San Bernardino County, Orange County, that, that they're not, uh, or certainly San Bernardino, that they're not enforcing it. L.A. County announced it's halting outdoor dining. All dining at the restaurant, indoor, outdoor, has stopped. Uh, it stops on Wednesday, I should say. Uh, restaurants, breweries, wineries, and bars for at least three weeks amid an unprecedented surge in coronavirus cases. County officials had earlier warned that if the five-day average number of coronavirus cases is 4,000 or more, or if hospitalizations surpass 1,750 per day, all indoor and outdoor dining will be prohibited. Five-day case average reached 4,097 yesterday on Sunday. So it feels, yes, it does, a lot like the earliest days of the pandemic being declared on our shores. Jennifer, we were on the air right here uh, talking about things and offering words that, that are very similar to the words we're hearing and, and, and saying today, aren't they? Um, yeah, I, I just think that the context is different because early on we had less information. Now we've been doing things for a long time and these cases are still going up. So could it mean that the cases are just going to happen? And and how many people are really dying and what is the number? I know hospitalizations are going up, but what in in terms of capacity are they doing? Right now in uh, in the state of California, there are four 5,000, let's see, I'm going to give you the exact number. In California, this is not cases or testing. This is people in ICU, uh, actually hospitalized. 5,000 people are in the hospital right now in the entire state of California. So that number, in terms of how many available hospital beds there are, it's it's pretty small. Yeah, but there are, particularly, oddly enough, this morning I learned online that it is Midwestern states where it's a national concern, where hospitalizations in the Midwest region of America are very and, high. And that's I found, fine. I, I let them. I mean, look, they have not been hit as hard as, as we have. So now it's going to be up to them to determine what they can do to best protect well, this the is citizens. Not every, this is not but every man for himself. What happens to you together, we get through this. Themselves, but in California, that has nothing to do with what we're experiencing and why restaurants are closing down on Thanksgiving week, which is one of their biggest weeks of the year, with maybe more shutdowns on the way for retail and, and other places. So I, I think it, it does matter because each state state has its own set of unique circumstances. Now, well, well, people are fighting back the, about this, and there were protests all of over course. the weekend. There was a crowd of about 400 people that gathered in front of the Huntington Beach Pier to protest the first night of curfews. That was on Saturday night. People gathered at 10 p.m. along PCH on Main Street to go after Governor Newsom's California curfew, essentially. By 1130, the crowd started to, to filter away. They were back last night. Also in L.A. specifically, there was a second protest in three days outside of Mayor Garcetti's official official residence. They're protesting there against coronavirus related restrictions, and that's being planned by the group Save California. The group also did a protest outside of the Getty House on Friday night, and they called it the curfew protest block party. No more lockdown. So people are uh, the appetite from people. It's just it's fading. People are tired of this. And so we have to figure out what we can do how do we how do we protect our most vulnerable and is really shutting down outdoor dining doing any of that or is it arbitrary i i think that it's um i think that many other business owners uh could uh, no excuse me 
I think that restaurateurs could make the case that many other businesses make money only when there's crowds. And, and, and that would, going back again, never losing sight. I try to never lose sight, not because I'm, you know, somebody who's smarter than anybody else. But if you go back to the beginning, it was crowds. It was a number of people gathering. Even with Thanksgiving coming up this week, we heard 8, 10, the appropriate. It's all about the number of people. Where are they coming from, et cetera, et cetera. Masks, social distancing, tools we can use to limit the transmission. And doctors and scientists say, and we heard in the springtime, it worked. Uh, some are saying that people kind of, as time went by, got away from some of that stuff. But that stuff, of course, is not enough because, to my eyes, it's being done a lot. I'm certainly doing it. I know you are. And the numbers are going up here in California at an alarming rate and all across the country. So something more needs to be done, I agree. And you know what? We might be there by all I've read about these vaccines from Pfizer and Moderna. And now good news for AstraZeneca this morning Mm -hmm. in their latest trials. But that's still 2021. And as we've learned this has only been eight months. And, and can we, like well, can five we, years. can we recover? The thing is, and we've been talking about this now for months, is shutting down business really saving anybody's life? And I, I think it might actually be costing people's lives. And you've got two things going on. In L.A. County, you have outdoor dining now shut down. That announcement made last night. You can only do takeout and delivery once again. I was out to dinner last night, and one of the, uh, the servers I was talking to was saying how mean-spirited this was because restaurants order for the Thanksgiving holiday. They do it prior to uh, the shutdown order and now they have a lot of food and a lot of money and they're not going to be able to recoup those expenses. I want to add to that. It's yeah. also it's also unfortunate for restaurateurs because so many of them have in this uh, opening, reopening, uh, allowing only outdoors. So so they worked their hearts out to make more space available right. to get okay? And many money. of them many of them purchase a plexiglass and things like right. this. That's not cheap. Oh, uh, no, all of the uh, the stuff that they had to do to get reopened is rough. And then part 2 of this is Gavin Newsom's COVID curfew, which is going on in all of the state in all of the counties, excuse me, that have that, that are in the purple tier. So every county in Southern California has a 10 o'clock curfew. Yeah, and they're asking all police the that were defunded because of all of the unrest over the summer to pull people over and say, what are you doing out here? Most sheriffs, including L.A. County, Orange County, Riverside County, they're saying they're not going to do that. Jim Jordan, the congressman from Ohio, was talking about this and uh, just how problematic some of these COVID restrictions really are. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. In Ohio, you now have to be in your home by 10 o'clock. In Pennsylvania, when you're in your home, you have to wear a mask. And in Vermont, when you're in your home, you don't have to wear a mask because you're not allowed to have friends over to your home. I mean, this this has gotten so ridiculous, and and we forget this is America. I mean, I go back to when the first lockdown happened. Uh, the Attorney General of the United States sent out a memo to all U.S. attorneys. This is back in April of this year. Sent out that memo to all U.S. attorneys. A lot of important things he discussed in there, but near the end of the memo, he had a great line. He said, "The Constitution is not suspended during a crisis." And amen to that. And we need to remember that. In fact, I would argue the Constitution is most important when you're dealing with something unique, something big like this. So uh, this is as wrong as it gets. Yeah. President Trump with some big help to seniors making an appearance on Friday. We'll hear from him. The Donald Daily Download is next as your Monday Morning Answer continues. Waging the battle against fake news every morning. This is The Morning Answer with Brian Whitman and Jennifer Horn. Thanks for joining us. It is your Monday Morning Answer kicking off a brand new work week for many of you. 
a short work week because here we are. It's Thanksgiving. Brian Whitman and Jennifer Horn. And we'll be right on time if we hit the Donald Daily Download intro in 10 seconds. We'll be right on time. So how was your weekend? My weekend was great. How was yours? Oh, mine was good. I was just up at the, you know, it was just like I was afraid of the curfews and the closures. We're out of time. This is The Answer <laughs> with Brian and Jen. Believe it or not, I watch my words very carefully. There are those that think I'm a very stable genius, okay? I watch my words very, very closely. The Donald Daily Download. He is a very They're, stable genius. Right. But that, and by the way, if you hear that, folks, you say, that's not my president, our president, doesn't sound like, yeah, his voice is sped up in that. Yeah. That's my favorite one. He just always sounds like he's really ready to go. He's this like he's just had the Regeneron and he's ready. I just got the Regeneron. Oh, my symptoms have got away. Okay, <laughs> let me get to the helicopter really fast and do that really weird salute when I stand at the portico at the White House. I look really, really weird. Well, that the president is going to be at the White House. He's not going well, to Florida for, for Thanksgiving. He is going to stay at the White House with Melania and Barron and his immediate family having Thanksgiving in you Washington, D.C. I and I, I understand. Would. You wouldn't? I would, I w- totally. I, I would, too. I, I used president, to say, I would milk every holiday at Jennifer, the Jennifer, do you remember when I say this? Because I know that you and I, um, yeah, I said this to you. I've had to have said this to you, but it was during the Obama years. Every year, President Obama will hear President Trump. We have. We haven't heard from him. We got the president from the weekend, uh, or from Friday, I should say. Uh, look, Obama, every Christmas, went to Hawaii. I know. And I used to say on this program... Every year. I think we marveled at that together. Yeah. Like, why well, would you if, go? If I were president, there's nothing I would want more than Christmas at the White House. I know. How beautiful it must be. So anyway, Thanksgiving at the White House, I think equally beautiful. I, I mean, hope the I president get, and his family have a beautiful Thanksgiving. I get Hawaii. I love Hawaii. Not Can't for that be your summer vacation or something? Can't that be like spring break for the How Obamas? February. For, yeah, exactly. Or March. Whale watching season. Yeah. Hello. Right. And oh, they already have make Chris it Christie a new on year the beach. Break. We have the pictures of Christmas. Oh, good Lord. So we don't need to. What did the president say? <laughs> oh, there's the line. You're Over a little and- bipolar on Chris Christie today because I heard no, you just make no, fun of him and then no. I heard you say. Yes, as I said earlier, I'll be repetitive. But he was a great patriot. <laughs> two things can be true at once. You know, hey, look at you. I love you. You're my best friend, but I think you're half cocked on some of these issues we talk about. Right back at you, sugar cane. All right, let's go. (laughs) President Trump on Friday making an appearance, having a a press briefing, all of his own, making an announcement about pharmaceuticals. He talked about big pharma reform. He promised this to especially seniors, but to all Americans who will benefit from this. It's basically a most favored nation clause that is put into our American agreements with pharmaceutical companies so that we're given the same deals that all the other countries are given for pharmaceuticals so that we don't have to pay these sky-high rates. Here's President Trump on that deal from Friday. Together, these reforms will save American patients many, many billions of dollars every single year. For generations, the American people have been abused by Big Pharma and their army of lawyers, lobbyists, and bought and paid for politicians. But I've been loyal to the special interests. I've been loyal to our patients and our people that need drugs, prescription drugs, and devoted myself to completely fighting for the American people. You see that? This is not an easy thing to do. Big Pharma ran millions of dollars of negative advertisements against me during the campaign, which I won, by the way, but, you know, we'll find that out. Uh, Almost 74 million votes. We had Big Pharma against us. We had the media against us. We had Big Tech against us. Reality was against us. We had a lot of dishonesty against us. But Big Pharma alone ran millions and millions of dollars in ads. In fact, I looked at it and I said, who is it? 
Right. Uh, they, uh, I've never seen anything quite like it because I told them I'm going to have to do this. You know, I was put here to do a job. And he yeah. did it. Thank and he you, did it. President and Trump. And he did it. And I do want, and he did, and I applaud him. And I applaud him last week for the, uh, that type of thing. Uh, and it's amazing that uh, the Big Pharma took all that, and, and yet still he won. Even he was about to say that, but he had I won anyway. Isn't it sort of like watching a guy who, uh, Jennifer, I might be the guy in your life. Sometimes there's a person in your life or a lady in your life, a man or a woman. I said me, but or a guy, you know. The whole everyone's telling them no. It's it's uh, it's you. You have a you ha- you you don't pay your bills. That's why they're taking repoing your car. Mm-hmm. No, that's my car. That, that that's my car. Everybody around them goes no 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 no. At some point, that person it's, that person has been me by the way in my life. At some point, that person goes hmm hmm. But what if people really were taking his car? See, this is what people conveniently <laughs> forget, especially from people, especially, possible. and I'm not downplaying, but uh, you spend a lot of time with CNN and MSNBC and some of the other mainstream Actually. media outlets who have been complicit in multiple well, plot, plots you say, you against, say at this point, multiple plots against the president where they weren't even reporting on the facts. President Trump had so many things, so many, I mean, remember when they I said read- he tinkled on a bed in a dossier yeah. that was used to start an investigation against him. That was completely false. The news media ran with that narrative. Big tech ran with that narrative. The president is absolutely right. They they ran with fake news to try to take him down, and they couldn't bully him away. Why do you think they could bully him away right now? We, we will hear more from the president here. I want to say I am uh, more – I think you know this. I, I take – I get news from a lot of different sources. Uh, I, I don't really trust any one news organization to be my full full information provider. And it's important, especially doing uh, what what uh, I've done here with you, what, what, what we do – what we're doing right now. So, uh, yeah, but on the same side of the coin – on the other side of the same coin, excuse me, conservative media is doing similar things uh, to the benefit of others. And it's odd – well, it's worth noting that – here at seemingly the final days of the Trump administration, his relationship with Fox News has deteriorated to almost nothing. Yeah, well, Fox News, I think, was pretty disappointing to a lot of people. And by the way, their ratings are suffering because of it. MSNBC, Morning Joe, which is terrible. I mean, a my disaster. God. It's a disaster. It is. Beat a Fox and Friends for the first time in like 20 years because they have uh, they've lost the confidence of people Mika's who were using patriot. Because Mika is a great patriot, as is Joe. All right, let's hear more from President Trump. Oh, it is okay. the Donald oh, Daily Download. Okay. He is okay. the president, and he talks about this reform being a result of an executive order that was passed. Right. The unprecedented reforms we're completing today are the direct result of the historic drug pricing Executive orders I signed in July. Uh, statutorily, we had to go through a very long process, and we got it done. I was very proud to have gotten this done. We were pushing it very hard. That's the president making an announcement, particularly good for seniors. This was a promise made, promise delivered, particularly in the state of Florida, where President Trump was told by pollsters that he was losing the senior citizen vote and the Hispanic vote. President Trump picked up both of those votes, uh, primarily through promises like this one to senior citizens. But do you know in Florida, and I thought this was kind of interesting, many Hispanic voters are worried that this election was stolen from Donald Trump. They've seen this before. In Cuba, they've seen this in, oh, Venezuela, where Smartmatic has some of their headquarters. They're also not really um, big on the media censorship. And so there's some new polling out that indicates that Hispanic voters, particularly those in the state of Florida, feel that the election in large numbers was stolen from President Trump because they've seen this all unfold in with their families or in places that they lived one, previously to the United States. Okay. 
uh, they they I will not with no with not one secretary of state in this country saying systemic widespread consequential voter fraud um, is present where there's any evidence of it with a federal judge dismissing, for example, in Pennsylvania as meritless the arguments of the Trump team. I'm offended as a patriot and I am that these folks would compare this great country to uh, I assume they're talking about Cuba. Cuba uh, and Venezuela and Venezuela. Okay, I'm I'm offended as an American that that this democracy would be compared to Venezuela and Cuba because that's not what's happening here. Unfortunately, well, you hap- don't know that. That's the thing. We need an investigation to no. ensure that if, because if, no, people like you, these people in Florida in this survey and people like me are really questioning whether Jen, or not it's okay, we are participating in a Jen, real democracy. When before a court, an elections court, especially when the integrity of our democracy is the crux of the case. The plaintiffs, the people who come into the courtroom, don't make statements in any courtroom. And then the court has to disprove what they've said. It's the other way around. Well, they they have to prove their case. It's actually it's yes, a little a different than that. No, it's not. I mean, here's the deal. You, you go in. in OJ and went into a courtroom and said, different. I didn't do it. It was up to the prosecution then to prove it. To prove. Here's the thing. They have to make a case. And the case is being made right now. This is a huge story. Imagine the ramifications of this. I'm not saying that this story is true or false. I'm willing to let it play out because I have seen things in this state. I've seen things across the country on election night that just don't add up, like hundreds of thousands of votes. And you brought up the secretaries of state. It's very possible that they may not even know about this voter fraud if this is indeed part of the voter system, the Dominion or the Smartmatic system that they're using. We need for the good of this country to make sure that people have faith in the system or we have no country at all. A new Senate report is out and it's bad news for Joe Biden's son. You won't believe what this one says as your Monday morning answer continues. Why can't conservatives and liberals just get along? They can. Welcome to the morning answer with Brian Whitman and Jennifer Horn. That's on your Monday morning answer, Brian Whitman, Jennifer Horn, and Congressman Mike Kelly of Pennsylvania, one of President Trump's top allies in the House, filed a lawsuit over the weekend aimed at throwing out 2.6 million mail-in votes in Pennsylvania, claiming the state law allowing them is unconstitutional. That's been one of the arguments here about whether or not the universal mail-in thing was... Well, that's why, by the way... Changing the law right in the advance of election day. A little problematic. I, I lead with, hey, guys... I'm often wrong. I lead with – often I'm wrong. Wait, hold on. Often I'm wrong. <laughs> but when I'm right, I'm going to tell you I'm right. Oh, I over said, and over and over again. Well, because it happens so infrequently, I have to underscore <laughs> when it happens. In the Brian. summer – oh, Mr. President, allow me, please. Pre- Mr. President, permission to access my own microphone, please, sir? You're fired. Oh, well, I knew it. Uh, here's the thing. Yeah, okay, all right. No, no, no. You're fired. All right. You have to rub it in. Jen. <laughs> here's the thing now. The thing is this, that uh, Trump was coming out against those mail-in ballots all the whole time. And I said to you many times from our home, my our home that we share because we're married. No, from my home and you were broadcast from home, we had full-blown COVID. I said to you, usually in politics, the party or the politician trying to disqualify certain voting mechanisms, certain votes, what they're really afraid of is the way those votes might 
might look after they're counted. I said that. And that, that applies to Democrats I got and news Republicans. For you. And so, so this uh, isn't one of those times. You're just it wrong. is one of those times. Wrong. He lost the. He Sorry. lost the. The judges votes. have come in. The judges okay, have come in. The judges have come in now with what evidence? The same as, the, as Rudy Giuliani. Yes, we have significant evidence. It's just. It's not about – thank you. It's not about whether or not there is an attempt to try to not allow people to vote in California. And you know this. I've said it a bazillion well, no, times that we've argued about this. Universal mail-in to roll a system out. We were not prepared for that. And you had people getting 18 ballots mailed to their house. We had people calling into the show to tell us just as much. And that leaves it you open and ripe for fraud. Do you fraud. think it's a coincidence in that, that that all those – that most of those votes I, – I forget the number, but it's been reported – were went for Joseph Biden, the Democratic candidate. Because Donald of the Trump cheaters who get him. Oh, right. So this no Democratic voter like me, no voter who happens to be a Democrat can be honest? I think you, that some you think can. I steal votes? I you think, think I vote for dead people? I think you could. <laughs> Let's ask the president. Big league. Yeah, see? Oh, he thinks so too? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Whitman? Sure. I think Whitman, you know, he does the voices. He thinks they're good. But they're really, really bad. But I bet what he does is like a dead guy on his block. The guy. Dies. We need a doctor, please. A doctor. Dr. Whitman. I please. Bet, I bet he dresses up as a doctor. Dresses up Doctor in the house, please. And goes down and votes with the guy's voice. You know, <laughs> hey, I'm Mr. Uh, Mr. Sinclair, Mr. So-and-so. Mr. Sinkle. I'm, miss, I'm Mr. Arnie Sinkle, <laughs> and I'm here to vote. Right, he does that. He's a bad guy. Bad guy. The point is this. It's about just making sure that every person right. who can right. legally vote in this country does I think it I have a solution. and not 12 other Democrats people that they bring Democrats should along. no longer vote since uh, they commit all wait, this fraud. say that again? I think I have a solution. I think you'll agree with it. Democrats should obviously no longer be allowed to vote in America. Yeah. I heard the early piercing of an air horn followed by a full explosion of celebration when it i was said exciting democrats ought not yes all right so that is going on now part of the plot maybe i am turning into a conspiracy the oh, maybe on. turning into Hold on, part of the plot my yeah. Hat. Uh, yeah it's nice but the tip this one involves make f- your party actually well another well, piece of your party. maybe i'm becoming how about that there's two wrongs it's not maybe it's definitely and it's not becoming i've become so she's almost there. She's two steps away from admitting it. And st- admitting it is the first step toward healing. 855, are you going to let the, are you going to let him speak to me this way? Oh, please. 855-785-8255. You know what? I yeah. think that I've been waiting long enough. You know, it's Thanksgiving yeah, week. Hey, look, now, this is a celebratory time for all of us. It and, is Thanksgiving uh, a- week. I thought that I could probably just give you a pass, but... Well, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Done with you. And by the way, I may not even hit you again. <sighs> Your name is Arnie Stinkle. <laughs> I am, I'm right. All right, a new Senate report confirms that Hunter Biden's business ties to the Chinese Communist Party also raises troubling ties to the Kremlin. Now, here's Family where, ties? Here's where I can, can build you a roadmap of one of the things that could happen. P. Keaton. What? Ties, Hunter ties. Hold on. Get it together. Go get yourself some smelling salts. Who am I? Why am I here? Exactly. Place. Hold on. Do you need it again? No. Uh, So Hunter Biden, I believe. Is a good, good man. Right. 
his business ties to the Chinese Communist Party and to Ukrainian energy what? companies. Now the Communist Party? Uh, China? Absolutely. That's one of the big things. Remember 10% back to the big guy, the big guy being Joe Biden? Uh, apparently it has uh, even more evidence growing now. It's not just the laptop. Now there is more evidence coming from a Senate report that was compiled by two committees, and it's providing additional information, both Chuck Grassley and Ron Johnson, uh. through the Senate Finance Committee and the Senate Homeland Security Committee, along with the Governmental Affairs Committee, are conducting ongoing investigation into Hunter Biden's business activities in both China and Ukraine. Very and they nice. just released a joint report that included documents such as emails, text messages, oh. business memos, Maybe affidavits, too. Yeah, actually, from Tony Bobolinsky, who previously oh, confirmed uh, that he is cooperating with both the FBI and the Senate say investigations. His, say his name right. Tony Bobolinsky. Over here. Over here. And uh, here's the thing. Here's where the conspiracy – this is all not the conspiracy. Here, let me Oh, that's it not it? Okay. No. Uh-huh. That's actually real. You I know me. again. I know again it's hard to imagine that emails and text messages from a person – might incriminate them. No, but I want to compliment you. Right no, now. I was, I was going to say you managed to read the fine points of those reports with the tin foil from the hat obscuring a bit of your vision because it comes down. I know your we eyes. like to pretend that the Bidens aren't criminals, but by the time we should all like have a baseline of truth because clearly, yeah, I've been asking for that for a while. They didn't make their millions just being a, a senator and the vice president. Okay, so here's the thing. Yep, I believe that your party, Mr. Whitman. The Democrats, they don't yeah. really want Biden sitting in that White House. They've always wanted Kamala Harris. It's been the plan from the beginning. So could it be possible that this is the story that they will use? They know about all this. They know about the wrongdoing. They know about Hunter Biden and his criminal past. And they know that Joe Biden is connected. Is well, this the way they get him out of office so that they can slide Kamala right in? Because that's what okay. they've been doing. If you recall, I'm- since I said that the DNC wanted her to be the candidate like and you, a year and a half ago. And you recall during the campaign, Kamala Harris was playing some Jedi mind trick on She's poor totally. Joseph Robin at Biden because she kept saying the Harris-Biden ticket. And before you knew it, well, that 70-year-old guy was out there saying, ah, a Harris-Biden ticket, corn pop. So he was all screwed up. But you told me that when you nailed it, I thought, when House Speaker Nancy Pelosi got out there and said, <laughs> Nancy, I'm making fun of you. You shouldn't laugh at that. <laughs> no, don't keep laughing. And don't stop it after the first laugh. Kevin. The, the money shot comes right here. Don't laugh. Don't laugh. Okay. You said her announcement of the 25th Amendment and uh, having a, yeah. uh, and a committee or something. That's what I'm getting You at. called it because she said it's not about President Trump. But that was and about see, you the, liked that conspiracy. Because it seemed to make sense because it was about the the app. I don't know that the vice president, former vice president, president-elect has any cognitive decline. I, 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 I see that he is not as sharp as he once was, certainly, but he's older. Okay, but anyway, you said then that they're going to use that to get Biden out. Now you're saying they're going to use this Hunter Biden thing to get That's President the plan. Joe. But, but you got to pick one. I think that it could be a combination of the two. I think because you pronounced it this both that they want to get Joe Biden out of office. We'll okay, see how so, they do it. But the evidence against Hunter is starting well, to mount up. We already got well, we got one before us. So we got to try to get Trump out of put, office. The guy lost the election. This. He's still not saying he lost. So that suppressing. Let's one. say Biden gets sworn in on the twentieth. What if can they send his son to jail while he's president? President, I guess they could. He can pardon his son. Should he though? I don't know the details of the case. Are you mopping from- your brow? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm afraid of COVID. We're I'm not in a real. We're not in a real courtroom. It's okay. No, I'm not afraid. I'm afraid of COVID nineteen. Look at the newspapers. It's exploding. All, all right, over. and now updates. 
Closing the restaurant, even outdoor, okay. Dan. You can't even eat outdoors. Like okay. a, like an, an update on uh, vaccines. A new one added to the mix. So when will they be available? We'll tell you as your Monday morning answer continues.